something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information that we hope will help you to cope while living with low vision. Begin living with low vision. For too many people, they think that the loss of their vision really means the end of living. But life has so many great things to offer, and regardless of whether or not you do have partial vision or if you're totally blind, such as myself, there's so much that life has to offer and you really need to begin living now. I think the first step to adjusting to this change in your life is to really try to control your attitude. you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself, and you just have to do it. Just do it. The first thing that you might then consider doing is think of some of those things that you really enjoy doing. If it's going to be taking up a new hobby, then just do it. Take some classes. You could go to some of the different types of low vision agencies and you could learn to participate in different types of activities. It might be sports. It could be taking up something new, such as reading different types of books and being part of a book club. Or you might simply want to be involved in a different type of a social group where a group of you get together and you do something very productive. But you really need to get active and become productive in your day-to-day life. I know that when I first lost my vision, one of the things that I did for months was that I just sat at home and I thought about, why is this happening to me? If I could only drive, if I could only see well enough to read a book, if I could only work... All these were things that I thought every day, and my mind became more and more and more negative. I became so frustrated that I started to even think that I was in a worse off situation than I actually was. But with time and the help of my friends and my brother, I realized that this was something that was just strictly my own attitude, and I had to change my attitude. I realized that my own thoughts and my own attitude was what was causing me to feel this way, and it had a negative effect on just the way that I felt. During this time, no matter what it was, nothing was good enough. I could have the nicest food. It didn't taste good. It could be the nicest day in the world. I might say that it's a little bit too hot, a little bit too sunny. I wish that it was a little bit more overcast. On an overcast day, I wish it was a little bit sunnier. There could just be nothing right. And the reality of it all was that that was just strictly my attitude. Well, once I realized that it was my attitude and it was something that I could control, I really then made that effort to go ahead and to control my attitude every day. Each morning when I woke up, I thought about what are the things that I'm so grateful for. I also then thought about what are some of the goals? What are the things that I want to do? I really began to realize that I could do so many things even if I couldn't see And actually, I practiced doing things as a blind person. At that time, I lost my central vision, similar to folks with macular degeneration. But I started to practice. I actually closed my eyes and said to myself, if I were ever blind, would I be able to do some of these things? I started to realize that I could sort my clothes, I could dress, I could groom, I could cook, I could do so many things, and I realized it was something that was quite easy to do once I learned these strategies. I then began to start taking different types of classes at support groups, and I learned from talking to other people who were partially sighted and visually impaired how they got around to do different things. 
as I became a bit more confident with it, I then stepped out a little bit further, and I started to take on other types of hobbies that I used to do. I would do some woodworking. I even drywalled my garage. There was nothing to do, so I said, you know what, I think I could do this. If I make a mistake, so what, it's only the garage. But it was really something that made me feel proud that I was able to do this task, and I accomplished it. And the reason I became motivated to do this task was just because another person I met who was visually impaired was also doing this type of work. So I thought, if he could do it, I surely could try. But overall, what I realized is that with time, I started to pick up more and more hobbies. I felt more comfortable with trying different things. It was more enjoyable to go out in public. No longer was I afraid to go out in public. No longer was I embarrassed. And in fact, I think a lot of times I was a little bit cocky and I like to brag about the fact that I was able to do these things as a person who is visually impaired. So overall, it's really important that even if you are partially sighted, legally blind, or totally blind, that you begin living your life to its fullest each and every day. You can learn to do these things. So get off of your rear, go out there and meet other people who are visually impaired, take some classes, get onto the internet, and listen to some of the different podcasts, and you can also find different types of books that will help you to learn to do all these things that makes life worth living. And at the end, you'll really start to realize that everything in your daily life is better. The food tastes better, the weather seems better, your friends seem nicer, the traffic seems better, everything is better. So go ahead and take the first step and change your attitude to begin living with low vision. This podcast is brought to you by Errors LA, the audio internet reading service. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.